Hello tea crew and welcome to a brand new mini sip. Today we're going to be getting into the BET awards and I just want to let you guys know off top there may be some background noise in the recording today. They're cutting the grass in our community <laughs> as well as other stuff that's going on inside the house. I am so sorry it's outside of my control but I just wanted to get this mini sip up um while everything is still brewing in my mind the BET awards were last night so let's go ahead and get straight into it so BET is now black owned once again which is crazy to me that it was white owned um for about 10 or 12 years uh after Deborah Lee stepped down so it's great that it's black owned again and I just have a few notes for Mr. Perry as he begins to rebrand and um, really work on BET the way that I know that he's going to and hopefully does now that he's acquired it because that last night was just, let's just go specifically into each thing and then you know how I do. At the end, I'll give you guys a recap of my final thoughts on the situation. So let's just start with the fashions were all over the place. Now, I like that BET invites not only celebrities, but influencers, um, you know, the makeup girlies. I hate to call them this, but they don't have any other name. The baby mama crew, you know, they're all invited. Ari and Jada Wada and um, Ella Bands and all the people that we know because they are hooked in with a um a famous rapper right so they invite them to this because they do move and shake the culture they do have a ton of subscribers and people are looking to them for fashion hair what to wear makeup you know i believe they should be on the pink carpet i also like the pink carpet i know a lot of people were like can we please get rid of the bubblegum pink carpet i don't mind the pink carpet i think it could be something signature to BET. It's a little bit different. I, I don't know. I don't mind the pink carpet. The pink carpet is, is fine for me. I think we need to get into some of these other infractions. And the thing about it, I thought about, I was like, I remember when Joan Rivers was alive, rest in peace, Joan Rivers, they would do fashion police on that Monday after they would have award shows and stuff. And I was like, if they had a fashion police type show about this, I don't even know how they would get through it. I didn't really see anybody that I truly liked what they had on. Maybe Lotto. She gave us like a um, Mariah Carey flowy number, but it was very, very sheer and it was giving like kind of like lingerie, like maybe something she could have performed one of her sexier songs in. But I just don't know if it was red carpet. That's what I'm saying. I can't even think of one outfit that I was like, wow, this is great. Coco Jones looked great, but her cutout was too much in the belly. And it, she's a very thin and, and toned, beautiful body. I'm sure she works hard to maintain it. And it just was not reading that on the carpet because of the way the dress was cut. Cash doll was falling out of the top of her dress. She had, you know, some, you know, issues there. Jess Hilarious was like, forget pasties. I'm going to just come with my full breast out. Um, it was a lot. It was really, it was really a lot on the carpet. JT came in there looking like Morticia. And the way she behaved, I can tell why she was dressed like that. Because she was ready to go to somebody's funeral. And that somebody we'll talk about later. 
Um, but yeah, all over the board, a lot of the girlies had jeans on. I just feel like we need to get back into more of a dress code for the BET awards and pay the BET awards the same respect you would pay other award shows. Cause I know that they would not pop up like this. Like I wasn't even sure I was seeing designers on the carpet and that's not to bash anybody or to make anybody feel less than because we've seen these same celebrities dress up in designer that they probably rented or got from a stylist, you know, for the low, low cost of just wearing their designs on the carpet, probably for free. We've seen this, right? We've seen this over and over. We've seen these same celebrities look better. So it's almost just like they were like, you know, this is the BET Awards. I'm going to wear me a nice little jean and a crop top. Like it was really, really giving like low effort. Um, and that's sad. You know, like this is supposed to be our award show. This is supposed to be for us, by us, celebrating our culture and our music. Um, and I think you guys could have stepped it up uh, a little bit more, a little bit more um, overall for the fashions. All right, let's get into the actual content now of the award show. Busta Rhymes got the Lifetime Achievement Award. Now, his performance, I will say, was my favorite of the night. I really did enjoy his performance. Um, you know, Busta's had a lot of hits over the years. And I do think it's well-deserved. I think he's somebody that when he's popping, everybody's talking about him. And then when he's not, he goes away very quickly in people's minds. So I was happy to see him get the Lifetime Achievement Award because I truly feel like his body of work over the years deserves it. And the fact that he can keep coming back, keep coming back, keep having resurgence after resurgence um, that actually land, uh, to me, makes Busta Rhymes one of my favorites. And I mean, that song with Janet Jackson's iconic. What's it going to be? I love that song. I could watch that video now. It's a bop. Like, it's a full bop. Um, and I'm never getting over it. <laughs> never. So congratulations to Busta. Well-deserved. And I really did enjoy um, what he brought to the stage for his medley of um, performances. I also like honorable mention. I like Dochi's performance. You know, she has that um, Trillville sample in her new single, uh, What It Is. And uh, she had Trillville come up on stage with her and do the beginning, like, what it is, uh, what's up, that part. <laughs> Y'all like my singing? No, I'm playing. Um, she had them come up and do that part. And I really did enjoy that part of her performance too. And Doji always brings it, um, you know, and she had like a beach theme. I did enjoy her performance. That was pretty good. So she'd be my second favorite of the night. And then after her, I would say Lotto. It's like the only thing about Lotto's performance that I didn't enjoy was the fact that they, you know, she was rapping. They also had her vocal track so she could dance, but she had the headset, but it was just like the dance moves that she was bringing to the performance made her so winded that she couldn't even lip sync to the track. See, this is my thing about like having the track on. You have the track on to cover your background vocals and to kind of have your back while you're out of breath. But if you're not going to lip sync to it, she was actually rapping over it. It was just giving a little bit like distorted, like what they were trying to do there. And then, you know, the iconic 
ripped me out the plastic. They couldn't get her jumpsuit off. This is stuff you have to really run over and over and over again in rehearsal. You guys know I have a theater and dance background, and these are things that just drive me crazy. It's like that transition should have been smooth as silk. Maybe not button up so many of her jumpsuit buttons if you knew you had to rip it off. You know what I'm saying? She only had three dance steps in the jumpsuit before she transitioned into having, um, you know, the outfit on that she was performing the rest of the, um, the rest of the performance in. So all you, you know, just button one less button, but that's the kind of stuff you find when you're running it in dress rehearsal over and over and over and over. Having said that, I know Lotto's in her festival season. I know she's booked and busy. I know she's doing this. She's doing that. She was just at summer jam with Nicki Minaj, um, and her <clears throat> alleged man. <laughs> if you caught it, you caught it. I'm not repeating myself. Um, but yeah, so I know she's been a busy girl. I do like Lotto. We are a Lotto stand account. You know, I just think that I like what she's doing. I like the look. I like the music um, overall that she puts out. So it's not hate against her. But I'm just saying that kind of rough around the edges performance, like we want to see more from her now. She's not a new artist. You know, she's an established artist with a number one hit. I want to see performance, you know, I almost kind of enjoy the performance with her and Mariah better um, than than this performance. And I want to see it keep going up, you know, what I mean, like in a progression versus it just being like, oh, she did good last time. This time wasn't that great. You know, let's keep it. Let's keep it on an upward climb. But all the rest of the performances, I really don't remember that tough. And uh, they just weren't giving that much. I know people enjoyed the Ice Spice performance. I still want to see her do a little choreography. I mean, she's a young woman. I don't understand why. You know what it kind of reminds me of? When Doja Cat was being seen as one of the pop girlies industry plant, something similar to Ice Spice, she really came out in these award shows and she killed it. BET Awards, Grammy Awards, American Music Awards. And the performances she was giving, it was the dancing was on point. The vocals were on point. It was just so together that I think that's what solidified Doja Cat as a real mainstream star versus it's like they're putting Ice Spice in, you know, she's in like a fake basketball hoop and stuff like that because she's not a dancer. She's not energetic. It's just giving, you know, I'm at the boat, I'm walking to the bodega and I'm a hum a song and y'all can watch. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just not giving for me with Ice Spice. I like the music. I think that it's a different wave. I think it's definitely her time. But as far as her performance element, I just, I mean, you have the dancers running around on stage. You have the whole bodega background. You, you know, all that, all that looks like money. I mean, that, you know, storefront riot was inside of a little, you know, market store or whatever it was. And she's just kind of standing there two-stepping and it's like, what is going on here? It's almost like she's too cool for school. And her performance was long too. I think she had one of the longest performances of the night. For her to just kind of be standing there doing nothing. I'm sorry. It was a lot. Like, it was a lot. Um, all right. Let's move on here. So then Patti LaBelle was charged with the Tina Turner uh, tribute. You know, Tina Turner has passed away. And Patti LaBelle uh, forgot the lyrics to one of Tina's iconic songs. Y'all, T- Patti LaBelle is an older woman. Y'all know I'm not going to sit here and slander Patti LaBelle. They should have had her cards big. You know she can't be seen from the stage. This has happened many times before. It's like a gag when it comes to Patti that she can't see the lyrics. There's like so many videos of her saying, I can't see the lyrics. Where did, like, remember that Christmas concert? <laughs> I'm about to, y'all love my tangents. So let's just go on a quick one. 
There was a Christmas concert. I think it was at the White House. Patti LaBelle had on a beautiful red frock and she forgot all the words to this Christmas song. They were supposed to have her back and have her cue cards in the front so she could read off the lyrics. They did not have them. And she just started saying, she just started singing, I don't have the lyrics. And then she just started singing, Merry Christmas. It <laughs> if you haven't seen that clip lately, Go look it up and, and have the laugh that you deserve on this Monday or whenever you're listening to this mini sip. But yes, Patty has had that issue for a while. Then people started bringing up clips of, you know, a possible Patty Tina Turner feud. I will say one thing for Patty. Patty LaBelle is genuine. If Patty LaBelle did not like Tina Turner, she would not have stopped all her show dates and her touring and the stuff that she has going on to do the tribute. I honestly feel like she would have just not done it at all. It doesn't seem like Patty's one of the girls to be fake in life or death, um, which is why I really mess with Patty. So honestly, I do not feel like it was a you know shady moment. I feel like Patty is an older woman. She's, I think, in her late 70s, if, I, if I'm if i correct. And um, I think 78, I want to say, almost 80. And, you know, she's still doing damn thing. Like, when you get that old, then you can, you know, pass judgments on people about what they should be doing and how they should be able to read from stage. Because I just think it was a matter of her not being able to really read from stage. Okay, so the next thing here, Offset and Takeoff. I'm sorry, I am so sorry, y'all. Offset and um, Quavo reunite for Takeoff um, and his tribute on stage. Now, remember, when we talked about the Grammys, there was a little drama in this issue because Quavo performed with Maverick City Music, the gospel group, and did not perform with Offset because at the time they were fighting. And then backstage, before Cardi presented... They were back there, you know, fighting. They're about they're getting getting into arguments backstage, and they were trying to, you know, cover it. Cardi tried to smooth it over like nothing was happening backstage, but Offset and Quavo were warring backstage of the Grammys, and it was a mess. Um, so I'm glad to see the two come together, reunite on stage, and really celebrate Takeoff. And I think that's what Takeoff would have wanted um for them to come together and they've been we've been seeing pictures of the two together and things like that so it seems like things have definitely gotten um a little more civil between the two if not brotherly and you know I would just like to see them continue to come together at the end of the day that's not if you want to honor takeoff's memory I think they honored his memory last night by doing it together you know what I mean Okay, so now let's get into the next tribute, the 50 Years of Hip Hop tribute. Now, let's also remember back to the Grammys when everybody roasted The Roots, Questlove of The Roots, for putting together the 50th anniversary tribute special during the Grammys and saying it was trash and they didn't like it and where was the female rap and all this stuff. Look what the BET Awards did, y'all. <laughs> Look what the BET Awards did. And this is supposed to be, again, for us, by us. And that tribute was ass. I, I'm sorry. There's no other way to say it. That 50-year tribute, I was like, what is this? What is this? Ice Spice got the longest performance time. While the shrimp and lobster, my homegirl with the dreads, Callie, got one song and she was out there dancing full out with dancers, really giving performance. And she got like a half a song. 
and Ice Spice got a whole melody. But you know what's funny about Ice Spice too, and I'll just leave it alone. She declined to be in the freshman uh, class for XXL because obviously she thinks she's bigger. And I get it. She just performed with Taylor Swift. She has two songs out with Nicki Minaj. Maybe maybe she is bigger than the freshman XL class. Maybe XX is it XXL? I always say it. Trip double XL. Double XL. That's what it's supposed to be. Okay. So maybe she does feel like she's bigger than that. Um, and that she doesn't need to be a part of the freshman class or whatever. But that's the thing. Like, these are the things I feel like the, the young girlies are missing out on. If you are popping like that, don't turn down any media. Yes, you've been on Teen Vogue. Yes, you've been on the stage with Taylor Swift. Yes, you have two singles with Nicki Minaj. Yes, you're featured on the Barbie soundtrack. Yes, you've been on the red carpet for um, the Met Gala one of the only rappers to even be on the carpet. You know what I mean? You are moving and shaking in many different spaces, but turning down things make you makes you seem un, you know, unrelatable and you don't want to be a person that is not of the people cuz I'm telling you, the people are backing Ice Spice cuz they feel like they see themselves in Ice Spice and honestly, if that wears out, I really don't know what else she has besides that and drill and wiggling her butt you know so you don't want to turn down these kind of opportunities missy not in my opinion anyway all right so okay so speaking of ice spice let's just get into the last little topic here jt and uzi get into a all-out brawl um inside the bet awards Okay, so Uzi performs, he shouts out Ice Spice and mentions her little afro or whatever. They're sitting in close proximity to each other. And I don't know why JT was also not sitting there. I don't know where JT was sitting, but it didn't seem like from the videos anyway that she was sitting next to Uzi, which is weird because they are dating, but they they didn't do the carpet together either. So I don't know. Maybe they just didn't have them sitting together. So then we have Uzi, who is allegedly flirting with Ice Spice. JT notices, gets up, throws her phone at Uzi's head and tells him to get up. And they promptly leave the BET Awards early. And everybody got this video because it literally happened right in front of everyone. And of course, you know, we have seat fillers with their phones out. We have all types of different video, different angles. So, you know, it's pretty, it's allegedly, but not allegedly that she cursed Uzi out, threw her phone at him. He got up and then they left the BET Awards. (laughs) That's why I said, was she dressed like Morticia to say something? Like, I don't know if that Ice Spice line is part of that song or that's just something that he added that day like sir your girlfriend is literally in front of you and you're flirting with another girl so then the drama heats up as ice spice is posting you know her bt highlights um she posts a picture of her and her producer riot she posted some solo shots of her outfit which was you know meh at best just saying it was it was meh And then we see her post a picture of her and Uzi and they're seated together. And I was just like, ooh, I was just like, this is uh, is a little wild. It's a little messy for the drama that went down for you to be posting a picture of, you know, her and her man, like, oh, okay. 
Um, so that kind of kept the drama going. And then I think Ice Spice tweeted like it was ghetto but fun, um, the BET Awards. So that's basically the BET Awards in a nutshell. Those are the things that I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about. But just overall, my thoughts are I just feel like we keep talking about divesting in big award shows like the Grammys and the AMAs and the other, um, you know, more white centered award shows that just don't focus on black art as much and and really getting to the point where we are supporting our own. We're supporting the BET Awards, the Soul Train Awards, the NAACP Image Awards, like all the award shows that are black run that are really celebrating our talents that we would be supporting that. I mean, it's like, you know, you rent designer for the rest of the award shows, rent designer for the BET Awards. Like we have to come better on the carpet. That right there was in itself was a mess. Let's just put it out there. It was not good. It was a mess. Um, as far as performance quality, the same thing, you know, get that performance ready for the grant, like you would for the Grammys or the Oscars or the Tonys or whatever other award shows that you would work months on and you would not be out of breath and there would not be technical difficulties with the, you know, with the choreography, with the breath holding, with everything else that you have to do to put on a good performance. Take the time to make a good performance for the BET Awards as well. Invest in it. That's what I'm saying. Like overall, invest in the award shows that really are meant for us to celebrate us invest in them just as much as you would invest in the white shows um that you you know that you would put the time in to get a stylist to get something you know designer or something that you actually even put thought into and not just roll up in jeans and and looking like i don't know what like it's the 2000s like some people had jean outfits on i'm like are we back in the 2000s I think Christian Combs wore the same outfit that he wore like five years ago, some type of black vest thing or something. It was just, it was just not giving. Um, and I think we can do better. So Tyler Perry, these are my notes <laughs> for next year's performance. I'm really looking to see it get bigger and better with black ownership. Who knows if it will. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this recap. I really want to know what your thoughts are. So I probably will do a reel so you guys can drop your thoughts uh, below and I can see them. And if you're listening in Spotify, you can go ahead and drop your comments right in the Spotify app about this mini sip and what you think about it. All right. I love you guys for listening. Bye.